It's a good show. Welcome to You're Making It Worse. We're here, we're queer, who cares? I'm Elliot Glazer. And I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. Textual Healing. On a previous episode, we talked about um, a song by Rita Ora, uh, the podcast who? who Weekly calls the Queen of the Who's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they and, and a song in which she um, basically like by was like by by baiting I guess you'd call it bisexual right. baiting right 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 where it was like I red wine I drink red wine and then I play with girls whatever and everyone got mad but it was like who's Rita Ora so it wasn't they really were, they a big were like deal. how dare she pretend also, to be bi really wasn't that bad it was well but, not then, but we did have deal. we had Sabrina and he, Sabrina Jalise came in she was mm-hmm. a comedian and she did yeah. say very rightly so that. Although it can seem like a like a nothing like a nothing thing like a really insignificant, at the same time, the moment that you make a declaration like that, you do uh, offer up the potential for people to be turned off as listeners. So you're turning away listeners, you're turning away customers. Sure. So but if someone is adopting it on themselves, it's a different story. Whereas if someone is speaking of other people and saying that. Then it's it's I right. think it's different. And Rita Ora in that song was like, "I drink red wine and I like to kiss girls." Well, guess what? By all means, go do it. Like that's great. Why? Yeah. Who am I to judge you for doing that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, some people, but that's the thing. Some people do because that, they they don't believe that she's actually bi. No, no, no. Well, the, either that and or the fact that they're like, you know, there might be some people who are like, I don't want to listen to music that's has gay stuff in it. Oh, right, right, right. But with right. that oh, being said, just no. to just to move on, the weekend, who's a producer turned. Um, I guess you'd say R&B singer, huge, huge successful yeah. guy. Uh, he had a song recently that came out called Lost in the Fire, and it had a lot of um, clapback on social media, especially from women, because um, he sings in the song about uh, being able to, quote, fuck a girl straight. <laughs> hey, you said you might be into girls, said you're going through a phase, Welcome back, and now Alan's going to uh, interpret the music. So should I read the parts that aren't in parentheses? Yeah. Okay. You said you might be into girls. Into girls. You said you're going through a phase. Through a phase. Okay, Land, you can take this out, but (laughs) we can finish. That's fine. Keeping your heart safe. Well, baby, you can bring a friend. She can ride on top your face while I fuck you straight. While I fuck you straight. So, Uh, obviously, a lot of women, especially queer women, were appalled. I understand it. I think it's (laughs) so gross. I think it's so tone deaf. This this speaks to what I was saying about Rita Ora. Like, Rita Ora was talking about herself and her own sexual identity. She was saying only about herself and yeah. what she likes to do this is someone basically saying i'm i'm going to i'm going to do this to you and fix you and fix do, you. get mm-hmm. what i want out of you and it's a very it's a very masculine sort of right. mentality, but and it's also it's very it, toxic masculine. Yes, it is. Yes, it, it is. is. So toxic. that's the difference between these songs. Rita Ora's is yeah, yeah, yeah. fine. I, don't, yeah. I still don't know who the fuck she is, but it's fine. 
This one, and I don't even know who the fuck this dude is. You don't know who The Weeknd is? I mean, I do, but I also fucking hate him because, like, he yeah, can't why? spell his fucking I, name properly. Yeah, he d- Weekend is spelled without an E. Which is like, go fuck yourself. I think it's actually a smart move because then it makes like, you where, Googleable. No, it doesn't. Go, <laughs> yeah, go it does. Wear platforms. Be taller. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, 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 I I've never been. I just, I don't know what, because they play him all the time mm-hmm. at the gym and all the shit. I've just never liked the music. With that said, yeah, I mean, I definitely think I definitely think this line is a little insensitive and silly. I mean, needless to say, I think per usual, I'm not appalled by it, but I yeah. can understand why people are offended. I'm definitely not appalled. I guess. By it. I guess. At what point, like, I guess this was something I was kind of struggling with. So I was I was reading these quotes at home, and I was once again, I'm like, okay. I totally hear the people who think it's bothersome. Yeah. yeah. But I also, I'm not offended by it. And it, I just started to think, like, when should I be offended right. on behalf of other people? Like, That's at a what great point question. Do, is, it ne- is it appropriate for me to be like, never again? Yes. And I put my foot down and I say, I cannot support. It's a great question. And it's so present now more than ever. It's, right. You're ex- I mean, honestly, now more than ever, you are expected to be offended on behalf of me. You're yeah. expected to be offended on behalf of me. And if you aren't offended on behalf of me, <laughs> you can unfriend me. me. <laughs> unfriend me right now. Yeah, it's 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 strange because like, while you like look back every ten seconds to see if they actually unfriended you yeah. because you're so obsessed with well, them unfriending you. I don't do that. <laughs> you know, I mean, I thought someone made a good, one of these. Uh, someone yeah, tweeted, Jill Jill Gutowitz. She's a, Jill, a writer. She, Jill Gutowitz. Uh, she's a writer. Uh, <laughs> but she said, "I don't like I don't like cancel culture." And I agree with her on that. And I'm not saying cancel the weekend, but these are the kind of lyrics that fucked me up when I was younger and subconsciously kept me in the closet. So it's important to talk that uh, talk about how this isn't okay. Exactly, and so, that to and me. That, and that Doesn't that ring, does that ring true to, for you guys? Because I can, I can actually understand that sentiment of, you know, being younger and and again, it's whether it's toxic masculinity, whether it's the patriarchy, but the way the world is built for you through messages in media, the most basic <clears throat> songs by yeah. artists as uh, mainstream as The Weeknd, they can affect you. Yeah. And, the, and music is supposed to have an effect on you. So when you hear something like Either this, consciously I or subconsciously, exactly. yeah, it's going to. The, I mean, the culture impacts who you are and how you grow and how we grow as a culture right. and community. So, like, of course, it's going to have an impact on you. But this in particular, like, my first reaction to this quote and to the song is that he just sounds pathetic. He sounds sure. like he's begging this girl. to He'll do whatever he needs to do to get this girl to have to fuck him because he's so fucking pathetic. Mm. And, like... And that's what I got from it at first. And I get the line, and I get why people are upset by the line, but I'm also like, why would you even do this? You sound like a piece of shit. Yeah, he says, to, apparently this was a diss track at uh, Drake for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, I it was really a diss at Drake? Reference either. Yeah, apparently it was like a diss at Drake. I don't know why. But when he says in the song, you, th- you said you're going through a phase, it's like, even that is like, it's just like a loaded statement that you just don't want to say to somebody who's queer. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's even bigger than just a queer thing i mean it's it's that it's just belittling you don't men shouldn't be saying telling this you to right. women and trying to use their language against them mm-hmm. to shame them into having sex with them it yeah. just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me it just yeah. it's bigger than queer it's literally just toxic meanwhile i mean but i mean what, i mean aren't there i mean i mean once again i i, I primarily listen to enya and peter paul and mary so i don't yeah. know a ton of <laughs> These references, but I mean, there are lots of songs that one could probably argue are toxic. Oh, of course, I mean, forever, right? I mean, absolutely, yeah, for days. So, but so, now everything, the world is changing, and social media is getting has such a, a tight hold 
uh, a chokehold really on the culture that it's almost impossible to get away with even the slightest microaggression. It's also like for better or worse. Yeah, I'm not right. saying that's a good or a bad thing. There are a lot of songs that are toxic, but there aren't as many artists like The Weeknd out there producing music. So he is dictating sort of the direction of the culture right now in some facets of the music industry. Yeah. And it gives him some power. And just like Beyonce or or Taylor Swift or anybody else who's big, when they put something out into the mm-hmm. world, it it creates a toxic shift or a shift in the culture that mm-hmm. if it is toxic, it matters. It matters. It does matter. And, that's and the, I don't yeah. I don't think that they should be held to they're not they're not responsible for people. Right. You know, doing things. The weekend is a politician. Exactly. In charge of but at the same whatever, time, but... it's like, you know, that someone like Taylor Swift or Beyonce understands the power in which they have. Mm-hmm. Yes. They have an effect on people directly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can see people use it for better or worse. And it's also interesting, too, now at a time when. It it finally feels like a reckoning for for R. Kelly, you know, because of a the documentary time. on yeah. Lifetime. That it people, was good. I watched. I know. It. I have to watch it. But you really, it's it. like this is this this past week and a half has been the true. Uh, the pitchforks are finally out for him in a way that I think actually brings to light. As of this recording, there's like a criminal case being yeah. opened. LA's and, opening a criminal case, yeah. but it's just crazy because you do think about that, and a lot of people have pointed to the idea that like. This guy, yes, he's a he's a fucking superstar. He's been around forever. He's rich as can be, but he has urinated on children. You know, mm-hmm. he like keeps women enslaved to him. Well, you know, it's... allegedly or whatever. But like, you can see all the fucking videos and proof you want. And it's like, oh, not now, finally, these yeah. these women are His being own daughter believed. Called him a monster. His right? daughter called him a monster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but also song. too, like, I mean, I, I definitely don't want to compare. The intent of oh, no, the weekend no, no. song to something not, not at all. like R. Kelly, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. but I but I do think that R. Kelly is a good example in insofar as like the toxic masculinity that's in the culture that men think that it's okay to do and treat women this way. Yeah, and by perpetuating more stuff like this, it just keeps happening. Exactly, it keeps growing and even it gets in the bigger sm- and bigger. in a small way. But now the good news is that at least it's getting called out quicker. It's, it's getting called out by by queer publications, but yeah. what I I don't think larger publications are probably putting it at the top yeah. of their websites. Right. And so and that's the real divide is that like, you know, as soon as straight culture, as soon as sort of billboard.com or whatever takes this story and makes it the top story on their website and gets a larger audience talking about something like this, then maybe a bigger conversation will be had. But right now, this is relegated to advocate.com. Mm-hmm. Like, who the fuck is going to advocate.com? Not me. Sorry, everybody. I Rita, mean, Rita Ora? I am. Right. I am. I am. I do like The Advocate, and they have a new editor that's really awesome. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> as long as they have more Rita Ora coverage, I'm in. <laughs> I still don't know who she is. <laughs> Not even joking. Lisa Traeger, hey. Hey. How's Hello. it going? Hey, Lisa. We have been so ranting be for here. so much. We've just been sitting here chatting, chilling, just talking. Just chatting. Talking yeah, about real estate. Yeah, I wish I said this before we were even recording because no one can see it, but I did get my hair done, and mm. I, I know it looks like I'm going to prom, but it's not. <laughs> I would never in, do this When alone. you walked in, my first thought literally was, I want to dress like her. Oh, yeah. well, no, I'm I'm happy with my outfit, but this is very what is I wore to homecoming. Yeah, it's an updo. There's twists in the front. I remember hearing I that it. term it's so much as a kid up during prom. Yeah. Updo. Updo, updo. It's like I don't know if I was like a Long Island. I've ever thing. heard that term before. Yeah, no. updo. Wow. An updo? 
An yeah. updo. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, but. Updos and. Um, I was also a salon receptionist for a long time. Oh, that's why I'm shocked you didn't know. Had a great clip. Um, I was at Melio's. Okay. I don't know if you remember that in Chicago. It was I like do. punk at a, rock at a Bow Ricks? cool. <laughs> remember the hair cuttery in Chicago? I don't, but I, I see it. Well, actually, my sister all over worked the place. That's why. Wine. Did you grow, yeah. did you cross paths in Chicago? The, no, Alan and Lisa. No. No. We were just bonding beforehand. Oh, okay, Wait, did they yeah. have Bowricks in New York? No, I've no. never heard of that. Have no. you heard of Bo- Bowricks? What is I mean, that? I went to a like Bowricks when I went to haircut. college in Iowa. I went to a oh, Bowricks okay. <laughs> to get a blowout. Uh, <laughs> not an updo, but a blowout? Yeah. <laughs> I always thought I would love working at a salon. I did love mm. it. But I would always, really? after a year and yeah. a half, I would always get in trouble for my attitude. Uh, and I'd have to find a new salon. Yeah. That's probably what I would go through as well. <laughs> yes. There's, there are literally, like, in the, the like salon per capita in Long Island it's like there's a salon for every gas station where I grew up yeah. there's salons yeah. everywhere and they're all called like Bella you know like Bella's or like <laughs> yeah. you know gorgeous it's like oh my god gorgeous every- Stacy. I, I love no, how that's, that's your ratio whereas Ann Arbor Michigan where I'm from <clears throat> has the highest number of people to coexist bumper stickers uh, in the world oh, wow. what a great place I to swear to god really? when I go to Ann Arbor every Five cars has a coexist. Mine is like make America great again. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, I'll take it, but it's like, guys, chill out. In my in my hometown, there's very few salons, and there's more like dog grooming places. There really? So because there's so yeah, so many dog grooming places. It's insane. I don't know what Skokie has. Yeah, you're from Skokie, Illinois. Yeah. I mean, by way of Chicago Metropolitan, it is. We I always because the train does go there. We have the yellow line. Yeah. Yeah. Because I hate when people from further suburbs think we're the same, and I. Do yeah. feel superior to them? <laughs> what is, because it's close to Northwestern. Yes. Like there is, oh sure, but it is. I suburb. used to have to take yeah. the yellow line because I had this friend at DePaul who was like punk rock, and I would go hang out with like her. She's she was Mexican, is she's still alive? <laughs> and uh-huh. we would go hang out with her brothers and sisters, and it was like I was the one white dude amongst all these punk rock people. It was the coolest time of my life. Skokie is pretty Jewy? Very Jewy. A lot of Pacific Islanders yeah. and Indian mm-hmm. people. Wow, you just named Brent's Paradise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> JK, yeah, it was very JK. different. A lot of Assyrians. That I was will fuck crew. my way through that community, though. Yeah, I'll, I'll try, at least. Yeah, You're from Skokie by way of Russia? or yeah. the, the former Soviet Union, Soviet but Union. it's where I'm from is present-day Ukraine. Right. So it's on the Black Sea, Odessa. Yeah. So sometimes... Oh. So you were born there? Yeah. So you can't run for president? uh, Yes. I don't know if that's the only thing stopping me. (laughs) I've had three arrests. (laughs) Uh, Got a 22 on my ACT. Yeah. Not going to happen. Are you you arrested, arrested for real? Yeah. No. For what? Um, being a wanna... drunk bitch. Okay. <laughs> okay. But three times. And then uh, for one of the arrests, I had to go take a Greyhound back to Iowa and serve two days. Wow. So that was awesome. uh, goofy. Wait, like in a jail? Yeah. What was that like? I just read The House of Sand and Fog. Yeah. And the white girls played. <laughs> from the library. The Jennifer Conley movie. Yeah. But the white girls played cards upstairs and the black girls watched The Simpsons downstairs. <laughs> So I was with the black girl downstairs, and then everyone warmed up the cookies and the napkins in the microwave. Holy shit. Excuse me? Cookies in jail? Sounds like a fun weekend. You got cookies in jail? Cookies? Yeah. Wow. You know, in the L.A. LA jail, they separate, they ask you your sexual orientation, and they separate gay from straight in the male part. Uh, and there are so they have to they they've like had to go into extra lengths to try to be able to prove that someone is actually gay and Why? it's for their safety mm. in you know in the yeah, just yeah. so they don't get beat up or yeah yeah, yeah. but you just gave Elliot the idea to go to jail this yeah. weekend. What about the gonna, girls? I don't know about the girls. I wonder. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. 
I mean, I, I, I don't know if they're less violent, and maybe that's why they but that don't is, do that. But that is I don't considered know. a good thing, correct? Yeah, to I mean, separate. yes. But I'm sh- I don't know enough on it to Are make Are you guys it. SVU people or no? I am. Oh, my God. Remember- I have fought so many okay. crimes. I've do you remember one the one where um, she was trans and then someone tried to get her yes. in the bathroom and she killed them? Yes. I and then she it. had to admit that, you know, she was trans. and then But they wouldn't put her in the girl jail. Yeah. Um, and so then at the end, she, yeah. That's an ongoing problem, even with like a, a it was bunch- That was one of the most brutal episodes because then, yeah, she just, they wouldn't put her away and they put her in the yeah. dude jail and she it I mean it's well. state by state but in a lot of states yeah if, if you're trying or you get put like in Orange is a New Black they put you in solitary and that yeah. may, that's not the yeah. shoe yeah the shoe. <laughs> put her in the shoe <laughs> <laughs> wow I, I can't believe you've been to jail that's amazing yeah so I dr- drunk driving and then the other <laughs> one was um, interference but I like shoved officers I was like drunk again I <laughs> yeah. fought that wait so how yeah. does that work and then the third time um, was at a White Sox game third inning home opener <laughs> 06 no idea what happened so you were born you, you were... just woke up in jail <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> you were born in the Soviet Union yes so when you were arrested as an immigrant even though you're a citizen yeah I'm, I'm assuming yeah know, like does that cause you any fear <laughs> no, I don't think I thought of it. I mean, I was just so young. I was all before I was 21. Okay. So I don't, you know, your brain's pretty stupid. I feel like if I was an immigrant, especially in this climate, and I got arrested, even if I was a citizen, I still would be sort of terrified. No, our friend Sabrina, she's terrified. Mm. She will not do anything with weed in public. Yeah. Yeah. She um, doesn't break any rules ever because she's so scared. You know what's yeah. weird? One of the one of my she's Canadian fears yeah. of getting arrested. I'm not kidding. I will get arrested when I have to pee and I'll be in the squad car mm. and I'll be like, I have to pee. And they'll be like, well, who gives a fuck? And I'll pee myself. In the squad so your car. fear is really what? embarrassment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your biggest fear is about being arrested you is... Watch? Do you watch a disgraceful I've, porn? I've, I've, I'm not into disgraceful porn. <laughs> okay. Uh, is that no, that's thing? like something I've thought about Disgraceful a lot. Disgraceful porn? Yeah. I watch Public Disgrace. It's my favorite channel. Oh my God. <laughs> I have a friend Thank who's you. really into sort of the whole like... Shame porn, yeah, sort of. Oh. It's a, it's a, it's a role playing. Young thing. perps. Mm-hmm. We've talked about young perps before. That's that's a new porn company where they they. Uh, it's a mall security guard who brings a, someone into the room and says, "I caught you shoplifting," mm. and then via a, a, a long drawn out process, they ultimately make love. Wow. Uh, I don't know if they called making re- love. Yeah, I like but, how you said making uh, make love. Uh, That's but like it's a Golden it's Girls line. So fun. And it's so fun. Now, my therapist recently said that we take our trauma, fears, and bad things in our brain and we that it becomes our fantasies. Yes. Interesting. And so that's why when you said that. Yeah, yeah. yeah Howard Stern always talks about how he feels disgusted that he only he's into babysitter porn. Mm-hmm. Babysitter porn, that's all he, he like babysitter and incest porn. He's like, I do not want to have sex with my sister, yeah. but I I watch incest porn. He's like, what the yeah. fuck is wrong that's with me? That's a big me? thing in the gay community in gay porn too. Which I find twin yeah, porn that weirds me out no, too. Yeah. It's a twin porn. Yeah, Oof. the stepmom, stepdad, the mom te- like teaching the daughter how yes, to fuck he thought, her boyfriend. Yeah. There's a lot of twisted. parent porn too. You're right. Yeah. And it's le- by law they can they have to say stepmom. They cannot oh. if you say mom, it's illegal and you cannot make that porn. You can't make Ooh. a dad. Mom, son. You can't say dad. You can say stepdad. At least once, and then you can do whatever, but you at least once have to say that it's step. 
That's wow. interesting. Are you like a lawyer for porn companies? Was that like you your should. previous job? That's your side job. I'm like really impressed. <laughs> no, I just love porn. <laughs> I love it. You're, yeah. you're a lesbian, right? Are you are you queer? What are you? I don't. How do so you identify? Basically, you know, I thought I was straight forever, and obviously yeah. I had some group things. I've been sure. to Portland. I'm like a fun girl, but yeah. um, <laughs> straight, straight, straight. And then I fell in love with like the hottest girl ever, and we dated. And then I got my heart broken, and I was so sad. Oh, but now I want a sad. wife. Yeah. But oh, you want a wife? I think so. Yeah, I want to end up with a girl, but if there's a cool dude, I'm open yeah, to it. And, right. But I don't have answers, but I think I'm like more. I want You're a girl. You're curious. Yeah. You're curious. I'm like glad there's all these words now because everyone wants me to define <laughs> stuff. I'm like, I don't know. Brent says, Brent says pen curious like a joke. And yeah, then yeah, it's, yeah, it's some people are like, like oh, I, I am pen yeah, curious. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's actually a positive thing. No, right? but I do feel like a teen because I went on t- I went on the apps and there are so many words and yeah. I had to Google a lot of them. Yeah. Wait, can we go back to the porn thing? Because I'm fascinated that yeah. you love I love porn. porn and I also, it's like how I would treat anything else I'm very into. I watch the interviews. There's like Ask a Porn Star series on Wood Rocket so I get sure. to know why they got into Wood it, their Rocket? favorite things yeah what, what is, is it Wood Rocket it's just a website and they do parody <laughs> porn they do uh, and they parody do segments oh where they God. interview the girls wow. so I learn a lot and then I read all their like blogs if they have them I watch the interviews mm-hmm. follow them online do you talk to them at all um, I have, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I try to get some Twitter attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I've met a couple. And I'm actually going to the Porn Awards next week. I'm working oh, for Brown. Cardi B is performing. At the AVNs? So I'm doing the red carpet, and then I'm doing, like, I'll be at the booth with probably a lot of perverts. But I'm doing Man on the Street with the perverts. Oh, my God. That's great. Making my dreams come true. And I did another browser show, and I have a joke about one specific porn star, and then she was in the front row. So I got to, like, do the joke for her. I'm friends with Lance Hart. He'll be there. You should definitely. Oh my God, yes. Because his wife is, or fiance is Charlotte. Yes, I like Charlotte. I haven't met her yet. So I'm obsessed with Nikki Hartz. That is like my crush. That is my type. Like, that is what I want in the world. What does she look like? She's like, you know, kind of boyish, like a soft butch look. Yeah, sure. Um, Tatted up, short hair, and just like fucks Mm -hmm. with a strap on. Mm, Got it. Yeah. Is that that the kind of porn you like? Like strap on porn? Yeah, it's either like like lesbians, like her and her wife fucking, or just Nikki fucking anyone. And Uh then the other, I just love kink.com. I like public oh, disgrace. His... Oh, no, sure. Nothing, sorry. No, he does kink a lot. Yeah, he does. What is kink? Kink is... It's BDSM site. Yeah. Okay. But they have lots of channels, so okay. it's whatever you want. Like, I would never watch the water things, yeah. you know? And they have, like, uh, an uh, armor, armory in San Francisco. Soho House too. bought it for $65 million. Oh, my God. Yes. Soho House, the social club? Yes. Bought so what? Where? Bought the kink castle. <laughs> yeah, they had Whoa. this massive army. I'm actually in one of their porns in the background, because I was doing... Yes! I was working on a story. What? Yeah. The upper floor? I was working on... No, in the... We we were uh, maybe it was the upper floor. Actually. We're like a lot of steampunk people. Yeah, <laughs> and we were we were. It, I was what doing are a you story. Guys talking about? I was doing a story for Vice, and they had a public um, like beating thing where guys would stand around and watch this dude naked get beat up by other naked yeah. dudes. And I'm in. You see me in the porn in the background, as being like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how have you not sent me that clip? It's, I'm not paying for the clip. It's just. <laughs> oh, I know. I have a password. I paid okay, for that we'll site. I'll find it. it. Yeah. I'm so yeah. confused. I'm imagining castles, Soho House, <laughs> blogging, <laughs> Alan. Kink.com video starts with like a two second clip of like of the castle, the castle yeah. where they oh. shoot. Us. Castle. It's an old like yeah. warehouse armory, yeah. armory in oh, San Francisco. Okay, below. So you know how they have um, what's the San Francisco thing? The public sex thing uh, festival. 
Oh, oh yeah. Folsom. Folsom. Folsom it's it. below Folsom. It's in that sort of south of market district. It was, at least. And that's mm-hmm. where they shot everything. I don't know where they shoot now. Yeah. Well, Czechoslovakia. Oh. Like, <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. They do a lot of the public stuff over there. Oh, um, my God. It, because there's less rules and you can be more naked in public. And just no, I always the assumed the public stuff, like... You can't actually fuck in public. In Europe, in a lot of places, you can. Yeah. Huh. Meanwhile, in certain I'm, areas, too. Czech Republic. Yeah, they yeah. all go there. Which it's is cute. why there's so oh. much porn that comes, like Bel- Bellamy and a bunch of other, like, it comes from that region because it does. It's so loose. Slava. Yeah. Bellamy's For real? Slava. Oh, yeah. that makes so much sense. But the public ones they do in the States are like, it's usually in a bar or a biker bar or yeah. like a flower shop. Yeah. And <laughs> a flower <laughs> shop. A laundromat. I watched one in a laundromat yeah. the other day, but Pretty. like clearly it was put on. Oh. I did a comedy show. Like, the, like the, the extras were like like clearly starving actors, like right? Were like trying too hard. To <laughs> right. get I would an love to be a professional extra in porn. <clears throat> would really? you? I would. I think that would be so. Why fun. you wouldn't get stand paid much? You would stand hours. around and you'd have yeah. no fun. Yeah. I think it sounds great. <laughs> you get paid thirty dollars to watch some like meathead, like yeah, try to get hard to. Can fuck you some imagine dude? the story I'm gonna have that night when I get home? Yeah, you'd be. I'm exhausted. Good night. Yeah, right. I made fifty yeah. bucks today. I would. I'm all about it. And it's not about the money. It's about the experience. Wait, Lisa. Yeah. So, are you at all freaked out about like the things that are going on in like Russia? And I mean, I know you're not obviously Chechnya you're fr- you're American, but like. Does that scare you as much as it? It always because people always are like, "Oh, do you go back to Russia?" And yeah. go no, and they're like, "Do you want to?" And they're always shocked when I say no. But it's like, it's terrible. I don't want to go there. It's yeah. corrupt. It's <laughs> yeah. scary. They hate gay people. They love torture. Like not torture. They like don't want to be happy. No, it's yeah. right. It's, it's, it's a, not where I want to be. And then where I'm from, joy. it's bad. Like with Putin yeah. going into Ukraine. Like I have no, I have no interest to go there. It is so. Cr- it's so scary. And like the whole. The gay purge thing is a real thing. Yeah. They're like, it's crazy. Yeah. They're that's killing people. That's in Chechnya. Chechnya, right, but they're right. th- they're killing. It's not just though. I mean, they're arresting gays in Russia left and right. right. My and friend I mean, was it's a there. Different kind of purge, but they're doing mm. it. My friend you know? was there for art stuff, and she said she saw a man dangling a child over a bridge, and like w- under, you know, Ooh. there's water, mm. and the tour people with her program are like, please just don't look, keep on moving, and it's yeah. like everyone just let a child be dangled over Ooh. a bridge. Yeah. Just and I heard my other friend went and like cops. <clears throat> them over guns in their face give us your money like i'm not going oh, and my nice. russian is fine enough but i'm also jewish so it's like they i don't we left on religious asylum i don't want to go and yeah. someone tell i'm jewish with yeah. my accent and then something happened to me yeah, yeah. did your so, fam- you have still a family there i just have my uh, my half brother's ex-wife okay and his son there so my mom like we send money and stuff but mm-hmm. so your parents I just are, never are met them. Mm-hmm. yes okay and are then my co- sister's good and lives three blocks away from them with her kids. Aww. Are they good cool girl. with you being queer or whatever? I don't know if they know. Okay. Honestly, so right before, because I dated I think her they for listen six to this podcast. months. They do. They do. Yeah. So well, now I they do know. jokes about it in my Netflix half hour that uh-huh. came out, and I asked my therapist if it's okay if they just find out from the special, and she said okay, but they've not brought it up. Uh-huh. So I don't really know. But basically, you know, I date. We dated, and then we were long distance. So then the next. The you final and, the, trip. and that girl that you were in love with. Yeah, so the final trip to New York, I was like, oh, after this week, I'll like tell them that yeah. I'm probably going to marry her. And then she dumped me. Oh. Um, so so then, it was really sudden then. Yeah, she's a little nutty. She's hot. She's a manic sure. pixie dreamer. How long were you dating? <laughs> Just six months. Okay. Mm, yeah. yeah, but it was a, a whirlwind, um, and she truly made my dreams come true. But mm-hmm. it was out of nowhere, and then I was sad. And then 
I don't know. My parents were like 80 and 70. And I was like, I'll just wait till I have a girlfriend and then bring them. But I don't know if that's unfair. My therapist also said, like, how do they fully love you if they don't know who you fully are? Right. And that's very valid. What do you suspect their, their, like, sentiments would be? You think it'd be cool or? I think they would be totally cool. Okay. I do. It's my fear. As a Jew or just as, like, a Midwestern or as a trigger? I think they would be. um, (laughs) Sorry. I had uh, I think they'd be because I because I don't know a hundred percent. And yeah, then what if course. like I do meet this dude and then I don't know. I just feel like why confuse yeah, them? Yeah. I'll yeah. just wait till I meet someone and be like, imagine, my girlfriend's coming over. I can imagine that being a complicated conversation for parents who are who are older, who are seventy and, and eighty. We yeah. speak Russian and my Russian's not perfect, so like trying to explain to them that I'm just like pan, pan, how do you around. say pan curious in Russian? Yeah. <laughs> how would you say that? Can you say that? I can't. I have no idea. Oh, wow. Did you watch the Americans? Yeah. No, I have to. Oh, I want to watch it. Oh my god, it's you know so what I heard I think I've said this before, but I've always said that the most difficult part for me in coming out was just acknowledging to my parents that I get erections. Yeah, I have um, a cousin, and my mom's like, you can't choose family. I'm like, I can. And the moment you're dead, I will never talk to them. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't I have no, You can do that. I have no interest in... And I'm like, if I get married, I want to get married so bad. But I was like... They're not invited. It's so funny because I want—I don't want to get married, but I want to get married for the purpose of not inviting people to my wedding. <laughs> yeah. Brent loves I, a grudge. I love a grudge. Yeah. I love a grudge. I kind of do sometimes, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. You should. You should, em- you should embrace. I mean, I don't know if I want to do it on the happiest day of my life, <laughs> but... <laughs> Well, Lisa, yes. thank you so much for being here. Um, where can everybody find you? Is it over? Yeah. I think it is. <laughs> yes, I can't believe yeah, we went this quick, long. Yeah. Wow, okay. Sorry. I thought I was going to have to like cancel my next show. Be like, I'm <laughs> no, not going to make it. No, no, no. I can't believe how quick. In what and do you out. Guys do? Yeah. We're doing, we do three guests at a time and then ultimately like eight, six, seven, eight speaking segments. Wow. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a lot. But m- guests usually do 20 to 25 minutes. Yeah. 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 Amazing. So you're not, you're yeah, we let you do 29, so I can't believe you're welcome. <laughs> we, just ha- we just kept going. I'm, I'm yeah. so, I've never been so sad. <laughs> Wait, where can people find you on the internet? I'm at Glitter Cheese on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mostly Instagram. I really don't uh, mess with anything else. can watch your Netflix special as well. Yeah, um, it's part of the Degenerates on the fourth episode. And where will people be able to find your interviews at AV at the AVN Awards. I think Brazzers YouTube channel. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, that's amazing. I'm so excited for you. En- yeah. Enjoy Thank the you. show. I'm Say so hi to Cardi. I will. And try not to, I guess, jerk off in public. Is that what people do at the Porn Awards? No. Uh... I hope I, I just want to get invited to a part. Well, I didn't get tested. I feel like I need, I need to get tested before I go because STD porn... style. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. like a porn star does because they won't it. fuck you Got unless it. that. But I hope I get invited oh. to an orgy. I don't know. Yeah. Oh my God. Text me pictures. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Thanks, Lisa. Thank you. And another thing. So, um, a writer, Michael Love Michael, who I met in New. I realized I met him in New York. I don't remember how, but what's his name? Michael Love Michael. Oh, okay. He's a. I just remember meeting him. I don't remember where. The literally one of the nicest people I. I just remember him. I don't remember where from, but he was such a nice guy. He wrote a really interesting piece for Paper Magazine Mm -hmm. called Why Do Gay Men Hate Their Bodies? Mm -hmm. And um, boy, boy, did I... Yeah, he loved it. <laughs> yeah, this, this is, is like this is catnip for Elliot. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. It really is. But he wrote a he really really wrote a beautiful piece um, talking about you know something that I'm obsessed with because it's it's so central to my life. But I'm so I'm so um, 
Yeah, I'm so hyper. I'm very hyper focused on the the toxicity through which gay men um, use physical appearance yeah. to be the be all end all of everything we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's my opinion. But so he wrote a whole piece about it <clears throat> and interviewed a lot of people. Um, uh, he said, "Michael Love Michael wrote that um, although wellness is a, although wellness." Which a lot, you know, everyone talks about wellness now. Wellness, self-help, self, uh-huh. self-love. Although wellness is a spectrum of thought, habit, and experience, the concept narrows for cis gay men. It's most evident at the, at the new year when on social media gay men post before and after progress photos with vaguely spiritual captions on which gay men talk and write breathlessly about their, quote, fitness journeys as yeah. if they're doing so totally disconnected from the size of their bank accounts, mm-hmm. where they get to travel, how mm-hmm. they get there, what clothes they wear, who they surround themselves with, and what they look like. Elliot, for years you've always been obsessed with this trope on Instagram, which is people who post shirtless pictures of themselves year-round. Yes. But they always put the caption, just waiting for summer. Or, or, or <laughs> waiting, I miss summer, or they say, thinking about pizza. Yeah, right. Thinking oh, really? about pizza. Right. No, you're not. Thinking no, about not, tacos. You're not thinking about pizza. I can see your butt crack. Oh, the other, and the other version of that, I think, pizza. that is also new is, and Alan, you'll understand, this is somebody who also previously, previously did CrossFit, when gay guys will use... Instagram to post videos of themselves doing squats. Yeah. As if they're not just begging for you to put five peach emojis. Yeah. yeah. But instead they'll do that and they'll say like new PR, personal record. It's like and they'll put like yeah, their numbers right, of their right. sets and it's like, do you think that a single soul yeah. on your Instagram is looking to compare notes about PRs? Yeah, no. It's funny because I'm also obsessed with on Tinder. A trope that I find shockingly consistent are shirtless pics in the snow. Oh, oh yes, yeah, which yeah. is fuck shocking. What to is me. that? I don't know. I mean, that just feels uncomfortable. It looks uncomfortable, and like, but I've seen guys. Is it a challenge or something? Like open a, shirtless? Like a, it is not a challenge. Shirtless. It is just a. It's just the thing people do. So I will. I, I will say this though. I will though, say too. this though. So we've talked about this uh, a couple times. Obviously, Ellie and I talk about this basically as a living. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, it's I, a part of it. I think is uh, connected with the gay community and gay identity being connected with how you look. But the the other part is this is social media culture. Yes, gay and straight. And yeah. one thing I've for years said, and I'm certainly not calling anyone out on this because I do the same thing. But I don't understand how people continue to support such maniacal egos on Instagram. And and mindlessness. Mind, and mindlessness. And, yeah. and, and I, that's no diss to anyone who does it. I tend I not think to, because but it like... Feeds, I mean, it, it feeds the person on the other end's ego as well. What so do you like, mean? If, there, if someone, if you say something, for example, if someone posts that, that squatting video and I put the five peaches on sure. the comments and then that person likes that comment... There is a a interaction there that happens that does stroke the other person's ego in that recognition, in that oh. sort of there is. And, and just like within bar culture, too, I mean, the whole like go-go boy tipping thing in a very visual sense, the attention that the go-go boy gives the person who gives the dollar is there is that interaction there that strokes the other person's ego as well. For sure. I think what I was thinking is I, I agree, by the way, um, what I was thinking was. 
I'm thinking of the people that have so much attention. Mm -hmm. They get so much attention that, you know, they post a, a, a hot pic and you're like, oh my God, he looks so great. And then you're like, there's 300 comments and you start to parse all the comments and they're all the same. All the same. Yeah. And again, nothing wrong with doing that. I just don't understand what the person who writes those that comment gets out of it. Well, Alan's saying outside it's, of it can be somewhat to of stroke their ego. It's somewhat of a it's a exchange. Alan's saying Alan's saying basically the idea is that it's an exchange where putting the giving and adding your mindless hot hot body daddy or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. in yeah. the comments is does something for you. But I, I don't like understand don't that. Usually, write back. That's people, what I thought. Yeah, I don't think I've. Once again, hypocrisy aside, yeah. I've written on super hot guys' pictures before. I don't. I don't think I've ever gotten a like or a response. I mean, it, I'm sure it doesn't happen in mass, but yeah, I know yeah. there is sort of the whole like people saying like, "Oh, I'll uh, I'll, I'll I'll follow back at the first ten likes." Or I see yeah, a lot of right, that sure. on a lot of these profiles, and it's again, it's about stroking the ego of one another and getting the attention from the yeah. person yeah. who is so liked. On well, top of that, too, I do think, and one of the things that I thought about this, I loved the article, um, but. Part of me thought about the, that fine line between body shaming. Mm. I mean, even and there is such a thing as like shaming pretty bodies. Yeah, um, body shaming because one doesn't have necessarily the society standard of what someone should look like. So you know, we start shaming these other people, and there is a lot of that happening within the internet culture right now as well. Yeah, on the flip side of for it. sure. And so it's this weird balance I think that we need to take between it's okay to be posting nudes and to be doing all these different things like. It's fine. Do what you do without if you're not harming somebody else. But at the same time, there should be a more open appreciation for different types of people and different types of voices. Yeah, so th this is this is another thing that I was thinking about when when I was preparing um, uh, for this uh, is that as much as you know, we rail against you know vapidity on mm -hmm. Instagram and and you know this sort of good body culture that we see in gay media and all this shit. Yeah. Uh, I still I fall into the same tropes yeah. on on Tinder. I'll be going through every once in a while. Someone posts a shirtless picture on Tinder. Yeah. And you're like, you're just <laughs> you're not the person who should be posting a shirtless picture. Yeah. And it's, it always catches my attention. And it's almost like it's jarring. Mm -hmm. You guys ever see videos of I mean, I've sent them to Brent, but Charlie Puth. Yeah. yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. right. I, I like his music. I'm sort of, sort of fascinated with him as a as a as a person, but also he's a, he's straight. He has the thing in the eyebrow, right? Yeah, yeah so yeah. cute. Yeah. It's not. He's straight. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's so excessive. <laughs> and he um he's been like he works out pretty fastidiously with like a celebrity trainer, of course he and does. has taken in taken to sh taking off his shirt in concert. Right. And the videos are so strange because it's. It, it, he just, I, I mean, aside from the fact that he's kind of a goofy-looking guy, like, he's a yeah. cute guy, but right. he doesn't necessarily warrant the, I get, he's not like, a, a, I don't know, I'm trying to think of, yeah, like... Yeah, like, John Tesh doesn't take his shirt off <laughs> right, during a concert. Right. I would love it. <laughs> oh, I would love that, too. <laughs> but anyway, my it. point being that, like, this, obviously, he's not a, he's not a gay, and he's not, I mean, he's, he's not facing the same ideas. But he's still but, influencing queer culture in that same way. I mean, so many, even no, straight... I, I, I was going to say, yeah. he, he's, uh, it's unusual, because he isn't 
ripped. He yeah. isn't in he doesn't an look Adonis. Like Usher. I mean, like let's exactly. let's think back on who took their shirt off when we were kids. Right, Usher, Usher, genuine, Fabio, and genuine, Fabio. <laughs> uh, Sometimes like in sync, I guess, or the back. Did they? Oh, the in sync. They had the wet. Yeah, no, they did in the first in their first big video. They were being fucking oh, jizzed yes, on basically yes, in a video by the rain. Yeah, but they weren't yeah. known for being shirtless. A no, lot. they weren't like muscle dudes. But, but also, and that's and I think that's part of kind of what we're talking about, which yeah. is. Outside of gay culture, there's still this understanding that, like, you don't take your shirt off regularly if you don't look See, like it's, Usher. And I disagree not, because, because, it's not because of the influence. No, but because of the influence of Instagram, you're finding that uh, not only, and I, I wrote a story about this, not only are straight men receiving the brunt end of body shaming from this sort of like shirtless Instagram yeah. obsessive culture of showing off your body, but straight men who are posting those photos are essentially posting them. It geared towards a queer audience to react to because right. of the social attention and the follows that they get. Mm. And so, like, it is becoming more of a universal thing. It's not just in the gay it's community. Not, but it, it's but, happening but everywhere. But gay men have hated their bodies of course, uh, historically yes. in a way that he even – Michael says that obje- objectification theory – had you heard of objectification theory mm-hmm. before reading this? Yeah. So he says objectification theory is the idea that men in the sexual minority face increased pressure to achieve that idealized body, like mm-hmm. a lean and muscular body, in order to obtain attraction and validation from other partners. To fit in. Not unlike straight women. Yes. Yeah. And so they're really – that I think – that is where I've never felt like, you know, straight girls get me more than straight guys. But that experience, <laughs> I think, makes so much sense. Well, the yeah. idea that it's like, as a minority, even among ourselves, the mm-hmm. body shame is so strong because we are facing the same sort of trajectory well, as it's, women. It's the same thing we were talking about with the the dude with the weird band Weekend, like the, the weekend. weekend song. Like, mm-hmm. that in and of itself is objectification of women. It's saying that you are somehow less than, less than and so yeah. you need to fit this mold of what I want to do with you and what I see you as. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you say you're you're able to go both ways, I want to see it while I fuck you. Yeah. And that's what he was saying because that's what society teaches him it's okay for him to say. Right. And it's the same with this. Like it's we think we can objectify minority groups. I I also Yeah, I also think that like another thing that that's I've struggled with is a desensitization absolutely bodies which is mm-hmm. and this is someone who pr- probably doesn't use instagram as many as much as lots of people do uh i you know you find these instagram feeds or whatever one yeah. that happens to really strike your fancy obviously there's a million out there and it's literally hundreds and thousands of people worldwide mm. that are your exact type and they're real and they're all real which is a torture unto itself. Which is a torture unto itself, and then you're. I, but I find that like. But they're not. I become desensitized. Exactly. Sure, they're, they're filtered. But I'm becoming desensitized. Where, it it it's like it's no longer good enough to look good. Now you have to look exceptionally good. And yes. now you have yeah. to, Now now you have to fit exactly the ideal that I have, and it's just it's. I, I'm surprised there aren't more people who are. Shutting these things off because I, I literally this is something I've talked about for years with porn addiction and and I think Instagram is sort of somewhere between porn and yeah <laughs> just like a regular Instagram social media. basically is social porn you can it really is use yeah. Instagram for porn for sure um but I'm just I'm surprised I go online I, I I really have to watch what I'm doing otherwise I'm just looking at hundreds of images of see I don't people that I find and this endlessly might, attractive this might I mean we've talked about this before but like. 
for me, I don't. I do sometimes get the reaction on Instagram of, oh, I don't look a certain way or I, I'm not going to look that way. And that's probably why I'm not successful in this capacity or mm-hmm. doing this or getting this. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely feel that. But at the same time, I also like get off of it. And I think, I mean, I, I maybe have just a healthy ego, but like even today putting on these leopard pants, I was like, yeah, Tina Turner shirt good. and leopard yeah. pants. I like this them. is my day. <laughs> it looks good. And it made me feel really good, even though right. physically maybe I don't like what I look like right now. What I'm wearing, I love. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the, it, I said on the podcast. Finding the little happy too, moments. That's what I'm trying to get at. Uh, I wish I could. And I think recently on the podcast, <laughs> I think I said that being gay, <clears throat> that sometimes being gay is like being in a prison. Mm-hmm. And I do think Oh, that, yeah, you've said that before. Yeah, it, to me, it, like, it can be like feel like a prison. And... Uh, and I realized that because I think I was saying recently, like, I didn't realize until I just kind of – it hit me recently how much my my brain, my thought process is controlled by, like, food and fitness and mm. exercise right. and, like, the, the balance of all three. And it's, like, a mix of, of vanity, but it really does feel – it does feel very much amplified by the fact that I am gay. And even if I don't encounter the spaces that could potentially make it worse, make it harder, you know, it's still there. Mm-hmm. And um, it just, it just, I don't know, this article just read so real to me. Yeah, it's I mean, a great read. He even said, you know, he said, too, that, like, a, a legitimate danger of chronic body dissatisf- dissatisfaction is overdoing <laughs> it. So it's yeah. like, it's yeah. not just, it's not just the idea of, like, Vanity. It's not just the idea of somebody necessarily uh, 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 become being anorexic or or, or binging or whatever. I, I, There's body dysmorphia, and it leads to depression. There's sexual anxiety, which we've talked about. Body dysmorphia. There's people, but there's also steroid abuse. Steroid abuse. Like I didn't even realize until I spoke to somebody recently how prevalent HGH is yeah. among gay guys. Yeah. HGH is just, human growth hormone. Yeah. Oh. It's so common. Is that what they give cows to like make them produce more milk? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but I didn't know until a friend was like casually talking about it and suggesting you that know what I, I saw in look a into profile it. once that just stuck in my head. And I hate, I hate when you see something that you're like, oh, that's never going to leave my head. Yeah. There was a guy who, who, and he was one of these dudes, he was one of these older, muscular, as I always say, the needlessly muscular old gay man. Yeah. And his profile said, uh, you're, a man isn't a man unless he has abs. Really? What? Yeah. You know, you can paint those on with makeup. I, you, can sure, tone, right. you can use toner. Well, I mean, needless to say, it's crazy, but yeah. I, it stuck in my head because it kind of played into oh, an insecurity so that you're like, well... I don't. I'm not ripped, uh, so I. I'm a. See, am I, a I was loser? watching this video. It was so funny when you, you said that. I was watching this. Video. It actually kind of made me feel good of um uh, race chaser live recording thing, and they were they had like go go boys there, and they had to like paint on. They didn't yeah. paint on abs, but they painted on the shadows yeah, to yeah, give yeah. the impression of yeah. an ab, basically. Mm. And it's like, well, even these dudes can't have abs, and they're fucking on stage naked, basically. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. it makes you feel good. It just. It's just. It's a. It sucks because. It's so I just feel like it's never called out enough this this nonsense it's yeah. just never called out enough and it get and, and I feel so uh, um uh, close to it and then I wish that I could attach Alan's uh, you know att- ability to I think to, you should get naked more for what just in general get naked more 
in, in like just in life post pictures on Instagram naked put your butt out there put that big old I mean, D Ellie, out Ellie, there how many like, people have seen your booty crack oh my god I mean, okay. I well. see your booty crack <laughs> I mean what, what's the big deal if you post a picture of your of your booty crack will you post a picture of your booty crack I will never know why yeah. I actually do like my ass though do I like you? my legs and I like my yeah. ass but I don't like anything else we need to put some like yeah. proof applause sound off. effect in here. Burn my torso. <laughs> cut cut my arms it. off. Brent wants to be a what is it? What is it? A quadriplegic? <laughs> a sexy quadriplegic? No, I, I, I want to just jump into lava, but that's what I want to do. <laughs> what would your aunt say, Brent? What would your aunt Ramona say about something shared on the podcast today? Your friend Lisa's from Russia. That's my new favorite country. <laughs> She's a trumper. Um, I know my Aunt Joanne would probably say, no, the boys are right. There should be an extra E in weekend. <laughs> it's stupid without that E. It is. My Aunt Anne, along those same lines, would say, I didn't, I didn't know you could fuck someone straight. I thought they just came that way. Oh, that's that's actually sweet. Yeah, that's very sweet of her. Well, thanks for listening. I'm Elliot Glazer. <laughs> I am Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. This podcast was brought to you by Starburns Audio, produced by Land Romo, and was engineered by Matt Brousseau. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts.